You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Why should New Zealanders care so much about this? Because your children will curse you if you don't. The Wire. Kia ora and welcome back to The Wire. Last week, a public servant at the Ministry of Health who leaked an official document was dismissed. The leaked document showed the Associate Minister of Health, Casey Costello, requesting advice on freezing the annual increase in tobacco excise tax. Health Coalition Aotearoa has released a consultation document advocating options to address and improve transparency in public policy making and the regulation of lobbying in New Zealand. I speak to co-chair of Health Coalition Aotearoa and Professor of Māori Health and Nutrition at Massey University, Lisa Te Morenga, about the co- coalition government's plans to repeal the smoke-free legislation and the current legal requirements for public policy making transparency in Aotearoa. For those who don't know, could you please explain the leaked information to the media last week and how the Ministry of Health has justified the dismissal of the public servant responsible? Okay, so before um, I get on to the leak, I just note that we, Health Coalition Aotearoa, had put in an official Information Act request to get hold of all correspondence between Casey Costello and the Ministry of Health and Shane Rethi and the Ministry of Health regarding any advice that she'd received about the repeal of the, the smoke-free laws. And we got a response back from the ombudsman, I think, saying that, or the minister, we got a response back anyway, um, saying that they weren't going to release that information because they wanted to protect the privacy of ministry officials and they felt that the information wasn't of sufficient public interest. And so this ministry person, at the same time, allegedly leaked some information about that repeal to Guy on Espina, who was doing a, a piece on this for Radio New Zealand. And in it, we saw that Casey Costello was seeking advice on dropping the increase in excise taxes on tobacco. So tobacco prices go up every year, and this is a really effective way of getting people to quit. So she was seeking advice on that. And if we, if this person hadn't broke their rules of their business, and I don't condone them doing that, they hadn't broken the rules, we wouldn't have known anything about Casey Costello seeking this advice. And we think this is very much in the public interest, despite what was said to us, because the only people who are ever asking for a halt to the increase in excise taxes, I guess apart from some smokers, is the tobacco industry. And that's because it is known to be one of the most effective tools we have at helping people to quit. And just dropping the excise taxes um, wouldn't actually help smokers anyway because those who are you know, already paying, buying smokes with the excise taxes that they've got will be stuck as smokers continuing to pay high taxes. Whereas we want smokers to be able to quit you know, to use whatever mechanisms we can to help smokers quit, because we know that most smokers want to quit, have tried to quit, and can't quit. Has the leaked information given us any indicators of the coalition government's plans for repealing smoke-free and the direction tobacco laws in New Zealand might go? I think they've made it very clear that they 
from the day the coalition was announced, they made it clear they were going to repeal the smoke-free laws. But what it's showing us is that there seems to be some sort of influence here from the tobacco industry. There are just too many tie-ups here. Um, the arguments that the government makes justifying the repeal are straight out of the tobacco industry playbook. So the claim that we going to see a rise in crime as a result of having fewer shops selling tobacco is the tobacco industry line. Logically, it doesn't make sense. If you've got fewer stores with better security selling tobacco, um, we would expect crime rates to go down. <laughs> um, and in fact, the evidence is showing that ram raiding and, and crime on shops is coming down anyway. So we don't think it would go up. The other thing about the black market, well we've already got a black market in New Zealand. We all know that there are people all around the world trying to scam us out of our money. We've got you know, people doing internet scams on us and there are people who can get hold of cheap tobacco in other countries that do not have our strong tobacco control laws. We're hoping to bring this in to make a quick buck. That doesn't mean I mean, that suggests to me it's not these super laws that would drive up the black market, but the fact that other countries aren't doing the right thing. They've got tobacco industry in their back pocket, basically. And the logic fails also in that these laws are designed to help people quit. So if we have people quitting, there's actually a much smaller demand for tobacco and the black market, and also much less sort of value in cigarettes that are being sold in shops anyway. So those those arguments are, you know, real classic tobacco industry lines that aren't supported by the evidence, and our government keeps rolling them out as a reason for repealing this law. And then that excise tax advice that Casey Costello is seeking, just another piece of that evidence, really making us wonder what influence the tobacco industry has had on getting this law repealed. You've talked a bit about Health Coalition Aotearoa's efforts. Can you explain the Official Information Act and the current legal requirements for transparency and public policy making in New Zealand? Well, we don't. We actually have very poor laws in New Zealand relative to other countries around transparency. I mean, you can request an Official Information Act request to get hold of documentation, but there are always limits that can be used to... Uh, limit the power that, that you obtaining that information could have. So, for instance, we have put in an Official Act, Information Act request to Casey Costello for more information around advice that she's received relating to this repeal. And she has used the laws to push back the dates by which she has to respond to us until after the repeal has gone through. feels a little bit like it's taking the piss. And in the case of the public servants, um, protecting public servants, yeah, you know, that is a legitimate argument that public servants are supposed to be politically neutral and they should be able to give free and frank advice to government ministers without additional public scrutiny. But there are instances where things are very much in the public interest. And this is very much in the public interest because... It's come out of the blue. The government didn't campaign on repealing these laws. In fact, the national government supported the... Well, they supported aspects of the laws, such as the denicotinisation. So I think 
the public was very interested to know why they are so determined to repeal this law under urgency without a due process, without allowing the public to comment, and also knowing that a huge proportion of their supporters also do not support this repeal. We've done polls. We know that something like 70% of New Zealanders do not support the repeal of these laws. And the proportion is over 50% of national party voters do not support the repeal of these laws. So the government really has no mandate for it. There's no public opinion, uh, no public thirst for it. So who does want the repeal of these laws? You've got to find yourself asking, don't you? And Health Coalition Aotearoa has released a consultation document providing options to address this. Could you please explain what this is advocating and any next steps for the Health Coalition on this topic? Uh, yeah, so we, we have a separate piece of work. So we are very much advocating to stop the repeal of the repeal that the repeal is going to go through. But another piece of work we have been doing is looking at what we can do to improve the transparency around policy making in New Zealand. So we want better laws so that we can find out who ministers have been seeking advice from, who's been paying for their advice, who's been getting to talk to ministers and exert influence over them. So at the moment there's there's nothing really that gives us a legal mechanism through which we can scrutinise what's happening in government in terms of policy making. So we have a document up on our website, Health Coalition Aotearoa website, where you can go and read about what we're proposing to do to strengthen transparency in public policy making. And you can have a say on whether or not you agree. And all you poll students out there, I'd certainly urge you to go and have a look and have a think about what we're proposing here and join us if you like our work. That was Health Coalition Aotearoa's Lisa Te Morenga speaking about the coalition government's plans to repeal the smoke-free legislation and public policy-making transparency in Aotearoa, New Zealand. That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash becasts.